It had been a damn long time since he'd been here. Years, in fact. And longer still since he'd wanted to be here. He took another drag of fresh air. Hard to believe, but he'd actually missed the good old U.S. of A. He'd missed the sports. He'd missed the women. He'd missed the price of gas. He'd missed free will. But mostly, he'd missed the food. He tossed the wrapper from the first breakfast wrap into a trash bin and started in on his second, feeling almost content. Yeah, damn, it was good to be back, even if he was only here temporarily, as a favor. Hell, anything without third-world starvation, terrorists, or snipers and bombs would be a five-star vacation. Look out! Incoming! At the warning, Bradley deftly stepped out of the path of the bike barreling down at him. Sorry, the kid yelled back. Up until yesterday, a shout like that would have meant dropping to the ground, covering his head, and hoping for the best. Since there were no enemy insurgents, Brady merely raised the hand, still gripping his coffee, in a friendly salute. No problem. But the kid was already long gone, and Brady shook his head. The quiet was amazing, and he took in the oak tree-lined sidewalks, the clean and neat little shops, galleries, and cafes, all designed to bring in some tourist money to subsidize the mining and ranching community. For someone who'd spent so much time in places where grime and suffering trumped hope and joy— It felt a little bit like landing in the twilight zone. Easy now, Duchess. At the soft, feminine voice, Brady turned and looked into the eyes of a woman walking a... Hell, he had no idea. The thing pranced around like it had a stick up its ass. Okay, a dog. He was pretty sure. The woman smiled at Brady. Hello, how are you? Fine, thanks, he responded automatically, but she hadn't slowed her pace. Just being polite, he thought, and tried to remember the concept. Culture shock, he decided. He was suffering from a hell of a culture shock. Probably he should have given himself some time to adjust before doing this, before coming here of all places, but it was too late now. Besides, he'd put it off long enough. He'd been asked to come multiple times over the years. He'd employed every tactic at his disposal, avoiding, evading, ignoring, but nothing worked with the two people on the planet more stubborn than him. His brothers. Not blood brothers, but that didn't appear to matter to Dell or Adam, The three of them had been in the same foster home for two years, about a million years ago. Twenty-four months. A blink of an eye, really. But to Dell and Adam, it had been enough to bond the three of them for life. Brady stuffed in another bite of his second breakfast wrap, added coffee, and squinted in the bright June sunshine. Jerking his chin down, the sunglasses on top of his head, obligingly slipped to his nose. Better. He headed to his truck parked at the corner, but stopped short, 
just in time to watch a woman in an old jeep rear-ended. Crap! Crap! Lila Young stared at the truck she'd just rear-ended and gave herself exactly two seconds to have a pity party. This is what her life had come to. She had to work in increments of seconds. A wet, warm tongue laved her hand, and she looked over at the three wriggling little bodies in the box on the passenger seat of her jeep. Two puppies and a pot-bellied pig. As the co-owner of the sole kennel in town, she was babysitting Mrs. Swanson's babies again today, which included pickup and drop-off services. This was in part because Mrs. Swanson was married to the doctor who delivered Lila 28 years ago, but also because Mrs. Swanson was the mother of Lila's favorite ex-boyfriend.